The Gucci Girl. Prada Professional, Coach Queen, or Target Trendsetter. No matter how you describe her, she's the most powerful consumer in the country. WebmasterRadio.fm presents Purse Strings. Join marketing to women expert Maria Ritan, president at Lola Red, as she chats with those in the know so that your business can grow. Now, please welcome our host of Purse Strings, Maria Ritan. Good afternoon. Welcome to Purse Strings. I'm Maria Retan. Thanks so much for joining me today. You can catch Purse Strings right here every Tuesday at 3 o'clock Eastern Time. Each and every week, you'll learn how you and your company can corner the market on the most powerful consumer in the country, the 51% of us who control more than 80% of all the spending, the woman. Well, first up... Um, You know Pizza Hut, right? Everybody knows Pizza Hut. Well, guess what? It's getting a brand new overhaul. This news comes from David Gibbs. David is the president of Pizza Hut. He's going to become global CEO of Yum! Brands in January. And he has just announced a new menu. But besides a new menu, it's a new uniforms, new approach. And the menu is exactly what you would imagine, hyper-personalized menu. It seems to be the, the way of the world. This is the way we're going According to Gibbs, he says today's consumer is more adventuresome when it comes to flavors and ingredients, and Pizza Hut, of of course, has kind of risen to that. Their Flavor of Now rebranding, that's what they're calling it, Flavor of Now rebranding, takes five new ingredients, six bold sauces, and a bevy of crust flavors and sauce drizzles, they say, to create 11 new, what they say are mind-blowing concoctions, and they've got Lots of really fun names for these, like Old Fashioned Meat Brawl and Sweet Sriracha Dynamite. But the bottom line is consumers can mix and match their pies. And um, beyond that, they're changing their logo. They're swapping out their uniforms for jeans and a T-shirt and revamping their website. It's all to try, of course, to gain market share. Um, Pizza Hut, back in just last year, had a 16.7% market share. Little Caesars uh, had gained two percentage points to claim 8.8% in the market, and Domino's was behind that at 11.1%. And this is according to technomic data. Um, to, so clearly, Pizza Hut wants to try to do what they can to continue to gain some market share. They're going to be uh, launching a new advertising campaign to support all the personalized pies and logo change and website and all of that good stuff. And it will come with the tagline, the flavor of now. So check it out. Keep your eyes open. It's uh, going to hit this month. Our purse profile today is the bag borrow and steal sister. It's an online maven who's looking for a big bag and a low price. They're always looking for a bargain. They shop online a lot and check out retail when they can. There's 14 million of these women out there, median age of 46, high school grads, employed part-time parents, uh, on the lower end of the scale when it comes to household income around $40,000. As you can imagine, they're drawn to bargains. Um, They are drawn to stores that they don't shop at normally because of sales. They'll travel at least an hour to a factory outlet store. They head right to the clearance rack and they are always looking for special offers. They're concerned about their appearance. Um, they're easily influenced, they say. Their friends' opinions especially will influence them and they switch things out for change and novelty. Uh, they do love to shop, whether it's online or in-store, and they do so frequently. So where are they shopping? Lane Bryant, Marshalls, Payless, Victoria's Secret, Target, Walmart, JCPenney, and Old Navy are all on the hit list. These ladies are driving Dodge, Chrysler, Volvo, and Chevy. 
and um, they are buying things like Merle Norman, Chloe, Mud, Liz Claiborne, Lay Bryant, Clinique, and Victoria's Secret. You can uh, find them reading magazines like Glamour and People, In Touch Weekly, National Enquirer, Good Housekeeping, and, and Us Weekly. Uh, they're watching cable like E! and We! and TBS, HGTV, and ABC Family. Well, speaking of families, my guest today certainly knows a lot about them. He's dedicated his career to helping families, specifically the children in them, to grow academically and socially. David Alshuler, in fact, is an independent education consultant. And he is the author of a brand new book called Raising Healthy Kids in an Unhealthy Well. You're going to want to stick around and hear how David describes what we need to be doing to raise healthy kids and what is making our world unhealthy for them today. Stick around. More Purse Strings returns after the break. Purse Strings will be right back after a word from our advertisers. InternetMarketingNinjas.com is the online dojo of the highly trained and skilled Internet Marketing Ninjas. Disavow documents, reconsideration requests, Panda and Penguin penalties. Let our superior SEO ninjas confront all of your link-related issues. The Internet Marketing Ninjas are equipped to master any marketing exercise, content creation, authorship, link building, PPC, and more. Plus, build more buzz for your brand with our social media marketing strategy. Discover all that the Internet Marketing Ninjas can do for you. Visit the online dojo now at InternetMarketingNinjas.com. ShipStation helps online retailers ship orders faster. It's so easy to set up and use. ShipStation gives you tools to automatically import, manage, and ship your orders in the most cost-efficient way. Save money with the best USPS rates possible, as well as a free USPS account. ShipStation integrates with all the most popular e-commerce platforms and shipping carriers. Get shipping done no matter where you sell or how you ship. WebmasterRadio.fm listeners get an additional 30 days free after the free 30-day trial. Go to ShipStation.com slash WebmasterRadio now. Shipping Nirvana. Looking for a better way to get more traffic and interaction to your Facebook page? Imagine Facebook interactivity on your page like you've never seen. Introducing your new Facebook marketing fix, So Social, the new and revolutionary way to easily manage and automate your Facebook contest and sweepstakes. Create a fun, easy-to-win contest by writing a simple Facebook post. Watch your post go more viral and generate loads of interaction. Track your traffic and generate email lists with ease. So Social is mobile-friendly and complies with Facebook terms of service. Let So Social give your Facebook page some flash today. Zoom over to zosocial.com. Her Strings is back with the inside track on today's women. Once again, here's Maria Ritan. Welcome back to Purse Strings. My guest today is David Altshuler. He is an educator, I guess is what you could say, at heart since 1980 when he founded Educational Resources, a tutoring and test preparation firm. And in the past five years alone, David has toured over 200 colleges, boarding schools, and therapeutic facilities. He counsels students in all aspects of their growth and development, including academic, social, and emotional. He's a professional member of the Independent Educational Consultants Association and a member of the National Association for College and Admissions Counselors. And of course, today we're talking to David about his brand new book, Raising Healthy Kids in an Unhealthy World. It's a collection of stories, observations, and proven techniques that can make your life and the lives of your children 
David, welcome to the show. Thank you, Maria. Honored to be on. Well, I know you, you, you're all things education. I, I listed off a number of things and many things that I failed to mention. Um, talk a little bit about what you do as an independent educational consultant, because I have a feeling it covers a lot of topics for families with children specifically. It's all about the mark. It's all about the match, Maria. Thank you for asking. My job is to help find the proper high-achieving school for academically intense kids to help those who are struggling with sobriety or other process addictions find their way to therapeutic boarding schools or residential treatment and to help children who learn differently be the best selves that they can by finding the traditional boarding schools that have support for kids who learn differently. I'm sure you're a great relief to many families out there that know that there's actually a resource to, to make that best match. I hope so. It is a great pleasure, I don't mind telling you, to talk to kids 30 years down the road who say, I was headed in the wrong direction, but thanks to your gentle counseling, I've now found my life's work, and here we are with second-generation kids, and could you please do the same for them? Oh, there's nothing, I, probably nothing more rewarding to hear that and then to be able to turn around and help their children as well. So you've put all of this, uh, not all of it, but maybe some of the best of it, into your book, Raising Healthy Kids in Unhealthy World. What led you to actually get around to writing the book, David? I was working with a kid 30 years ago teaching math, and if I may say, I was passionate about my subject. And the more excited I got about communicating the quadratic formula, the less connected this kid was. And I had some ego, so I said, we're going to multiply binomials, we're going to take it down to whatever level, wherever you are. And finally, the kid stood up, looked me in the eye, and called me a name that I can't say on the radio. I discontinued with the family, but it occurred to me that word should be the beginning of a conversation, not the end of one. I said, I am tired of teaching math. I want to teach kids, and I want to help kids like this angry young man find the place where he can thrive. Rather than walking away, let me see if I can provide a valuable service for him as well. Mm. Well, you describe unhealthy in your title in the unhealthy world part of it. What, in your opinion, makes um, our world unhealthy for children today? As Mary Pfeiffer brilliantly points out in her wonderful book, In the Shelter of Each Other, we are living in a culture which may be as dangerous for children as growing up in Germany in the 1930s or Cambodia in 1970. There are process addictions at every corner, not just drugs and alcohol, but children are exposed to Internet pornography, gambling addictions at the pick and pay, never mind rock concerts that can be harmful for some kids, addiction to screens, video games, never mind cigarettes. So as loving parents, it's our job to share our values with our kids and to help them realize where the dangers are and how they can grow up healthy. Boy, you make it... I was going to say, David, it seems like they're bombarded at every turn. I mean, I don't even know how we raise healthy children today, to be honest with you. Remember growing up in your grandparents' house, Maria, and the 
smells of the stews and the cooking and the family and the safety that was inside that house. Even if it didn't have central air, even if a farm animal could walk through, today the dangers have crept in under the door. You have thicker walls, but you have screens where egregious Internet pornography and addiction to video games designed specifically to keep your kids playing have crept in under the door at every level. I'm not saying that it was easier 50 years ago. There were diseases everywhere. You could step on a nail and die. You could drink water where the chickens had been and die, and there was hailstones that could kill the crops and the animals and the people, but at least the danger was outside the house generations ago. Mm-hmm. Talk about the term healthy. What do you think, in your opinion, makes for a healthy kid today, assuming, of course, that they are in the line of fire by all the series of things that you've just described? I would rather have any of my four beloved children be a carpenter's assistant earning $12 an hour than see them stressed, pressured, addicted, three times divorced, angry as an orthopedic surgeon, a healthy kid, in my judgment, is one who, with love in his heart, says, yeah, Mom, can I give you a hand mowing the lawn? Let's cuddle up on the couch and read a book. Yeah, Dad, let's go out in the backyard and throw a ball back and forth and hear that wonderful thwack. A healthy kid, to me, is one who has a good relationship with his family, especially with his parents, siblings, extended family, grandparents, and one who can make his or her way in the world. Mm-hmm. A healthy kid is one who has dodged all the pitfalls of addictions. So what has gotten in the way of us as parents, because we're the ones ultimately raising these kids, what's gotten in our way of raising healthy kids the way you described healthy? It's a difficult culture, isn't it? So when the last of my four was in second grade, not so, so many years ago, she said, Dad, may I go to a birthday party after school? I said, of course, honey. And then she said, we're going to be picked up in a a limousine. And her mother and I determined that there's a time and a place for limousines. We're not sure when it is. Maybe it's the prom. Maybe it's the day you get married. But a second grade party going to Chuck E. Cheese, even the name is grading. Sorry. Sorry. Grading. <laughs> sorry. Anyway, we weren't going to allow that. So here we are in a little skirmish with our daughter that wasn't there if the values in our community were all the same. May I give another example? Yes, please do. When my older son, you're very gracious, Maria, I appreciate the chance to pontificate, was in the sixth grade. We went to a party where the four disc jockeys with the throbbing bass music told the little prepubescent girls to line up and the little boys to line up behind them anonymously and grind their (gasps) privates into one another. It was outrageous. And I took my son away 
had a little talk, and we decided that we would go home early. And we saw another family who were having a little talk and decided to go home early. And the people giving this party were decent people, and they just didn't know any better. But just like there's someone who will sell your children tobacco, they say we only make cigarettes for those who choose to smoke. Really? There are people who will make video games designed to keep your kids playing? I found the unicorn. Mom, just one more level. Oh, I didn't find the pot of gold. Okay, I'll turn it off. There are people who profit by having your children make bad decisions. And that's what we have to fight against as the culture comes at us from every direction. We have arguments, discussions that were unheard of generations ago. So it really means, David, we have to be vigilant, right? We have to be involved. But do you feel like there are more pressures on parents today? Because we're talking, in most cases, about both parents working outside the home, uh, lots of other social activities that are taking away from both the family time and the time maybe to be vigilant and involved. Talk a little bit about parenting style and what we need to be aware of if we're going to be able to raise healthy children. You are so right. And if I may say, I, everyone in your family is lucky that they chose you for a, a wife, daughter, mother, cousin. You, you just sound absolutely right on. You've got it. And here's what families must do in these difficult times. I get it. Two, my wife works, bless her heart, teaches fourth grade. I work. But you've got to make a commitment. You promised when that child was born, you said, all I want is 10 fingers and 10 toes. That's the deal. I don't care if he's elected to the U.S. Senate. I don't care if she pitches the seventh game of the World Series. I just want to be with my child in the, in the finest Buddhist sense. So the answer is, if you want your child to respect your values and to absorb what you're about, if you want your child not to be addicted to those horrible video games, then put down your computer, stop sending emails, and sit down with your kid on the couch and have a conversation about nothing. If you want your kid to be sober and healthy, then say to your friend, no, thank you. I'm not going to join you for drinks. My kid and I are going to take a walk with the dog, and then we're going to give the dog a bath, and then we're going to cuddle up on the couch and read Fox and Socks or Are You My Mother or when they're a little older, Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire. It's all about modeling. Do as I say, not as I do. Didn't work 100 years ago, and it doesn't work today. There's got to be time. If you can take them camping and burn the food and get lost on a hike and find some wild raspberries growing out there somewhere, that's fine. If you can't afford that, then let's agree every Saturday morning we're going to take a walk to the public library. Whatever it is, it's not about quality time. It's about quantity time. Why would anybody listen to my views about politics? politics or religion or values if they didn't know who I was, if I'd never sat on the couch and read a book with them? The answer is as simple as it is difficult. you got to hang out with the kids. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And you're exactly right. Sometimes that can be difficult, but it's about prioritization. I want to talk about that when we come back to talk more with David Altshuler in just a moment. Stick around. Her Strengths will be right back after a word from our advertisers.
Hey, this is Danny Sullivan to talk to you about Bruce Clay Incorporated. They've made Inc. Magazine's list of growing private businesses and have exhibited and sponsored at my conferences since the very beginning. You've seen their search engine relationship chart or you've read their SEO code of ethics, so you know they're SEO experts. But did you know they can help you with PBC, web analytics, web design, marketing strategy, promotion, and branding? Yep, get everything you need for success in the online marketplace. You can check it out from the professionals at Bruce Clay Incorporated. For over 10 years with offices worldwide, they've got the answers you need. Check them out today at BruceClay.com. Introducing Rumble, the smart mobile management system, the first end-to-end mobile platform where you can make real-time app modifications from a point-and-click dashboard. Want to change the design of your app? Point-click, and it's live in real-time. Want to change the ad map of your app? Point-click, and it's live in real-time. Want to change the content mix of your app? Point-click, and it's live in real-time. Power your mobile business with Rumble. Are you ready to rumble? Visit www.rumble.me. Whether you are an online business or domain name investor, you need access to the best names. With over 270 million domains already registered, finding the right names at the best price requires a great wingman. Namejet.com puts you in the pilot seat by giving you fast and unparalleled access to some of the best premium and expired domain names on earth. As the number one domain name auction platform, Namejet.com is the best place to find domains for your business or investment. So light the afterburners to the domain name aftermarket and fly over to Namejet.com at mock speed to get great domains today. Namejet.com. Building better search engine rankings takes the right formula. Tracking those rankings is super simple. All you need is AuthorityLabs.com. Authority Labs uses automated daily rank tracking tools to monitor your site's performance or leverage their API to build your own tools. No matter what animal-labeled algorithms affect your ranking, you should be using Authority Labs. Unlimited users for no additional cost and white labeling can help keep your clients updated and save countless hours of creating reports. Whether you're running sites with just a few or millions of keywords, what you need is AuthorityLabs.com. Her Strings is back with the inside track on Today's Women. Once again, here's Maria Retan. And we're back. I've been talking today with David Altshuler. He's an independent um, educational consultant and has been working with children and their families to ensure that children um, are emotionally, academically, and socially well. And he's put all of this great learning into a book called Raising Healthy Kids in an Unhealthy World. He's going to be speaking at the Miami Book Fair coming up this month with Margie Silverman. That's going to be November 22nd at 3 o'clock. And we've been talking about time, really. It comes down to time. Parents spending time. And you talk about it being quantity time, not necessarily quality time, which is kind of the reverse of what so many uh, people are talking about these days, about spending time with them, talking about nothing, just hanging out together. Because if you don't, they're going to not necessarily model your opinions, beliefs, and behaviors, but those of others that they're spending time with. And it's those others, David, that you're warning us about. The screen time, the porn, the gambling, the addiction sites, uh, forget the smoking, drugs, and drinking, and the friends that may be bad influences. It feels like today more than ever, we are in a battle for time. How, as parents, would you recommend we find the time? 
wonderful question. Again, you are the most insightful, gracious radio host and a doubtless a wonderful family member. It's all about knowing who your kids are. It's all about alignment. It's all about attunement. It's all about saying to the schools, and remember, I taught school, and my mom and my mother-in-law and my wonderful wife were all school teachers for generations. As a matter of fact, when we got married, there were 25 people at the family dinner, 21 of whom had stood in front of a classroom. What we have to do when the schools say, here's a vacuous worksheet, or here, even in the advanced program, here's five and a half hours of homework a night, as loving parents, we have to stand up and say, no, we are not going to hurdle down the road to nowhere. There's a college for everyone. I know who my children are, and if the stress is killing your children, and if the homework wars are destroying your family, you say to your kids, I love you just the way you are with ten fingers and ten toes, and if you don't have five advanced placement courses in the International Baccalaureate program as a junior, then we're going to be fine anyway, and we're going to shut it down. We're going to turn off the internet research. We're going to turn off the homework because I know that your friends are falling asleep at 1130 at night with the lights on, fully dressed with a book right there on their chest on the bed. And we're going to figure out a way to make our family the way we want our family to be. Hmm. What do you envision happens to those children if we're able to do that, if we're really able to do that and stop the madness, stop the competitiveness that takes over us as adults, and, and then we pass that along to our children. If we're able to actually break that cycle, what do you expect those children to grow up to be, David? What's your hope for them? Happy, content, insightful, productive, loving, what the developmental theorists refer to as self-actualized. But if I had, had to sum it up in a word, happy. Mm. I can't imagine what our society would be like if we were filled with, our world was filled with actually happy people, David. Imagine that. I frequently do. As, as John Lennon sang close to 40 years ago now, I think about that all the time. And it is my great honor and privilege every once in a while to help a family get off the road to nowhere, get off that train leading us to madness. As anyone who has ever watched a sporting event between two groups of adorable seven-year-olds lemming-like hovering around a soccer ball, if you're yelling, kill the rest, if you're yelling at your little girl and your little girl's friends, really? What does that say about you that you are hoping that the adorable seven-year-olds in the uniform of the other color go home sobbing and upset about losing a soccer game? Competition is all very well and good. I love my dolphins. However, there's a time and a place. What we need to communicate to our kids is, as Carl Rogers taught us, unconditional positive regard, affection, and love, and not make them crazy. Or as Deborah Mayer said, if a kindergarten teacher says to her 20 students, okay, kids, we're going to recess, line up. I want everybody to be first. No pushing, no shoving. By definition, it's just not going to work. If we're focused on who's number one, what about the 19 other children who aren't? 
Mm-hmm. Loving your own kids and helping her not to compete is helping everybody else's kids as well. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, and maybe we have all have a chance at at surviving ourselves and our and our childhood. David, I have to imagine that your four children count themselves as very blessed and lucky to have grown up in your home. <laughs> We, I, I went to a wonderful conference in Orlando, the Independent Educational Consultants Association, last week, and one of the wonderful lectures was a therapist for whom I have tremendous respect who said it's appropriate for every school teacher, principal, counselor, therapist, every once in a while, certainly more often than we typically do, to sit down with our kids and say, how am I doing? How's our relationship? What do you think? So I'm going to take your good, gracious advice and his as well, and I'm going to check in with my four. And since I am constantly part of a culture that tries hard but sometimes does look at their report cards, I'm going to ask them to give me a report card as well. Mm -hmm. And I would advise a lot of loving parents to do the same. David, with that, I'm going to end and say I'm going to do exactly that this weekend with my two children, um, and I, I will uh, I will figure out how I'm doing because I'm sure they will be more than happy to tell me. <laughs> no, my kids. Well, and I encourage everyone to go on and learn more about David if you're not familiar with him at davidaltshuler.com. And by all means, you're going to want to pick up his book, Raising Healthy Kids in an Unhealthy World. David, thank you so very much for your career work in this area. I am sure that uh, when you're all done, retired, ready to call it a day, you will have impacted hundreds of families and and can feel very, very good about it. I'm grateful for your kind and supportive words, Marie. I hope we will chat again. Thank you so much. And thanks to my producer, George, and join me right here next week for another edition of Purse Strings, 3 o'clock Eastern Time. Until then, make it a great week. This has been a presentation of WebmasterRadio.fm, the world's largest business-to-business radio and podcast network. We welcome you to sample past episodes of this program, as well as our complete library of programs, on demand or on the air via our 24-7 live audio stream at www.WebmasterRadio.fm. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited.